If you're curved below the belt, you may not know what caused it, and you may not know what to do. A significant curve may be a medical condition called Peroni's disease. And there are thousands of other men out there who may also have it. Many may go undiagnosed. Talk to a urologist about Peroni's disease. And to learn more, visit learnaboutpd.com. Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. We're ready for your calls right now. Call in toll-free at 877-956-9566. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano. Well, hello there, and welcome to Healthy Choices XM as we're broadcasting from Austin, Texas. I'm your host, Ray Solano, and we welcome all of our new listeners to our show, especially our, our podcast especially if this is the first time you've, you've, you've joined us on Healthy Choices XM, because our show focuses on the choices you have in healthcare. Now you can make educated choices on your daily routine that we feel that can change your life. Our phone number is 877-956-9566, or you can text us anytime during this podcast if you'd like to join us at 512-219-0724. Again, I'm your host, Ray Solano, clinical pharmacist and clinical nutritionist, dedicated to give you answers and make changes in your life. We'd like to thank the sponsors of our show today, Prescription Dispensing Labs, better known as PD Labs, for their support of integrative medicine and discovering the root causes of many conditions and partnering with physicians around the country. Check out our website, pdlabsrx.com, for more information on patented prescription medications that we've developed to treat symptoms from old Lyme and other conditions such as Pyronies and traumatic brain injuries. Joining us today are two nationally acclaimed physicians skilled in functional medicine, including medical weight loss. Dr. Ben Gonzalez is a special guest today. He's joining us for the first time, and he's board certified in emergency medicine, the founder of Atlantis Medical, well- uh, Atlantis Medical Wellness and weight loss in Silver Spring Barrel, and he's received extensive postgraduate training in functional medicine. And he's, as some people have said, he's the Renaissance man's physician. He's not only skilled in emergency medicine, he's done a tour in Iraq. He's got a tremendous experience in outside of medicine as a, as a pilot linguist and concert violinist. So we're really excited to have him today because it takes a, a whole body approach to take care of patients with well with weight loss and it's important for this type of experience dr gonzalez welcome to healthy choices today thank you thank you very much ray and also joining us in studio uh, at the same in the same studio in remote in jacksonville florida is our good friend and also an alumni to our show is Dr. Anthony Capazzo, and Dr. Anthony Capazzo has uh, joined us many times, and again, he, we found is as an expert in giving us the clinical pearls on combating the epidemic that is gripping our society, obesity. So we welcome him also because he also brings a rational, common-sense approach in giving patients a hope on being able to take the next step to be able to change, make these changes in their life. And Dr. Capasso spent an enormous time, amount of time developing a successful practice, integrating whole body approach to weight management. And we'll start out our show talking with uh, Dr. Gonzalez. And again, we do appreciate your time uh, today because you've got some major uh, announcements coming up. You're going to be joining us in Austin as our third annual seminar t- describing some of the clinical innovations in weight management. And we're also wanted to see if you can maybe spend some time with us today to maybe understand why weight loss is so difficult and why so many, so many practices just, just don't really want to be able to handle it. And also why you've taken on this big challenge, because it sounds like that's what you do. You take on big challenges in everything you do, but give us some, give us some uh, little understanding why weight loss is such a big problem. And again, we got close to 40% of our population that is has this epidemic. So 
what you're doing is very important. Well, thanks, uh, Ray. Well, first of all, um, one of the reasons why this is such an issue is because of all the myths and dogma that get perpetuated over and over and over, and not over the last, not over just you know, one year, five years, but over three or four decades. In 1980, um, a young scientist out of NIH um, identified the fact that, hey, something's going on. We're, we're having an obesity pro- We have this, there's a trend, not an obesity issue at that time. There's these trends going on that, that, that we're recognizing as a possible issue in the future. And she identified this um, um, early, and, but we kind of ignored it a little bit. And that in those days, I mean, less than 15, uh, I'm sorry, there's not a single state in this country that had a, uh, an obesity rate of greater than uh, 15%. And, but then you fast forward three, four decades later, one generation later, and all of a sudden, you know, like you said, over um, 40% of the population, and, and it's only increasing. And yet, uh, what else has increased during that time frame? Um, you know, weight loss programs, we have more and more weight loss um, appetite suppressants and weight loss, so-called weight loss drugs that have been approved, yet we're getting worse, and we're spending $30 billion a year on just weight loss programs plus, and yet, you know, what's, what's the deal? Why is that happening? Um, and one of the myths that we, um, that we perpetuate in medicine is that when you go to your doctor, us docs, we say, hey, um, exercise more and eat less, and Okay, that's great, but look how well that's worked over the last 23 years. And then, worse, we have these so-called pseudo-experts that um, um, give all this advice on weight loss. You've got all these different books that are coming out on weight loss. There's so many books on weight loss right now. It's, it, you would think that this country would be getting thinner and, and getting in the right place, and instead we're getting worse. Why is that? Well, because, um, you, you know, this focus on weight – is simply wrong. And I, I, I've had a weight loss center for over 15 years. And the thing that I worry about the most, or the least, I should say, is someone's individual weight. We don't care about, at our weight loss center, we do not care about your weight. What we care about is your overall health and your metabolism, what's going on with your metabolism. Now, if we focus on that, on your health, on your body fat percentage, on metabolism, then it turns out weight loss becomes a side effect. And um, the thing that we study the least in medicine, which is this is sad to say, the thing we study the least is the thing that we should understand the best is how to keep the weight off. Right, and we right. don't. We don't We don't talk about that, right, right? We, we don't. We talk about losing weight, losing weight. In fact, all these studies about weight loss and all these pills and um, uh, pharmaceutical, weight loss pharmaceutical um, drugs, you know, it's just, it's all we focus on is weight. And um, this was born out for me personally um, of my own mother, 300 pounds growing up. She got a gastric bypass in the, in the mid-70s when we were doing less than 5,000 bypasses a year, about well, five, 6,000 a year in this country. And now we do over 300,000 a year. And she survived it. She lost 120 pounds over 18 months, and, um, which is great, right? And But then guess what happened over a period of four or five years? She gained it all back. Now, when somebody loses weight like that, they're not just losing fat. They're losing fat in what? They're losing fat in muscle. Sure. And the key to metabolism, right, the key to metabolism is muscle. So if she lost all that, um, all that muscle mass and all that weight, all that body fat, what happened when she gained the weight back? Did she gain the exact same weight back? Not no, really. Her what obesity happened? was worse. Yeah, what happened? Exactly. She gained just the fat back. And so that slowed down her metabolism. Now, this this idea of exercising more and eating less, let me talk a little bit about that for a moment. We, we, we perpetuate that, um, all these diets and weight loss books, so, you know, exercise more, eat less. They're all basically the same thing. Um, restrict the calories and, and exercise more. Well, that's nice. But what happens if somebody eats less and less? Um, and they're, they're, they lose a little bit of weight at first, and we see this every January, right, on the New Year's right. resolutions. They eat less, so they, they, but what do they become? They actually become efficient in, um, in eating less. So when they go back to the bad habits, um, your metabolism is in the worst place because you're slowed down, and you've got to become more efficient in eating less, so your, your body is uh, 
um, efficient in saving and storing calories. So if you eat more after that point, what happens? Well, not only do you gain that weight back, but you gain more because your metabolism is in the worst place. So in a, in a quick nutshell, the bottom line is um, that we're focusing on the wrong thing. We think it's only about exercising more and eating less when, in fact, it's about measuring the tools in your body that affect metabolism. We're measuring the, the, the things in your body and focusing on those, um, those things that help with improving metabolism, focusing on that rather than just simply losing weight. And then, of course, the whole other discussion, and Anthony can go on a little bit on this, is a whole other discussion on the maintenance of, of that good metabolism or that, those positive things that you do when you do lose weight. So, so make, let me interrupt you for just a second. I think you, in summary, you you were able to put you the the reason why all these programs do fail is that people are focusing on not maintaining their weight management and keeping it off, but just losing weight and don't really care if they ever gain it back because they figure they can just lose it again. But unfortunately, the they break down muscle to the point where they can never regain their metabolism back again because we're measuring the person's weight and not measuring these other tools that you're going to go into that really determine whether they will ever be able to control the weight for their life. Is that right? Exactly. And we see this every year around, uh, you know, around the first of the year when people make these resolutions, exact same, the exact same pattern happening over and over, lose the weight, go back to bad habits, gain the weight back and you end yourself, you end up, year after year doing this as this becomes a pattern that your metabolism is actually in the worst place um, for five, six, seven years, which makes things worse in the long run. Right. So, so this is the, Anthony, Anthony can talk a little bit about. um, Yeah. So Ray, um, you know, getting on the lines, you know, the hardest part of um, the whole process really isn't weight loss for a lot of people. For some it is. and, and, And those patients, you know, that classically they're dealing with some form of hormonal dysfunction or disruption that, you know, needs to be addressed to, to get successful weight loss. But the maintenance part really is the hardest because, you, you know, you have to – it's a lifestyle change. You know, you right. have to think differently. But one of the things that occurs, you know, is that we see hormonal changes that can occur for over a year after caloric restriction. So there are hormones that affect hunger like leptin. That get that they've shown in studies that get that get affected for a whole year that make your hunger much higher. So you have to understand that process and be able to combat it with great strategies like increasing proteins and healthy fats to help curb, you know, those um, uh, those cravings, so you don't overeat at meals. And, you know, getting back to the loss of muscle mass, and, you know, we've talked about this a lot in the past, is that muscles contain um, certain hormones called myokines, which affect the body, and and they are one of the main organs that contains mitochondria, which is really the part of our cells that are involved with energy production, with metabolism, with hormone regulation and production, calcium regulation, and, of course, natural cell death. So, if we lose those mitochondria, the things that make energy, the things that burn your carbohydrates and fats in your body, lo and behold, you know, you, your, your metabolism drops dramatically. So it's really, really important if you're going to, you know, reduce your calories or you're going to get on a specific diet is always focus on mitochondrial health, cellular health, and hormones because those are really the keys for successful weight loss and long term, and and to step in for a split second, does anybody actually believe that Special K is going to fix that? Does any believe <laughs> anybody believe that um, a a celebrity football player or a celebrity? I don't want to disparage anybody in particular, but uh, but a celebrity can tell you how to manage your metabolism in the long run, and and do the right thing for you. And managing those tools that Anthony so. Um, so appropriately described in your body? And the answer is no. And unfortunately, these things that we see over the counter, whether they be these over-the-counter diets or these fancy um, uh, diets that are being sold by um, celebrities, um, you know, it's it's not going to address that, number one. Number two, um, if you're not 
if you're if if you're applying the same idea, the same kind of approach, and you're 20 years old, you're uh, you're a 20 year old playing that same idea to a 20 year old, to a 40 year old woman of three, to a postmenopausal woman, to a man who's been obese for 40 years, as opposed to a teenager who's obese, then you're gonna you're not going to get the same response. Number one, number two, you're going to miss out on the things that can keep those people in the right place. And that's just kind of the bottom line when it comes to listening to non-experts versus listening to experts like Dr. Capasso. Well, it's two, it's two uh, different opinions, not two, two different opinions, two, two different interpretations of the, the difficulty that's out there with these weight management programs because they're all the same and they really don't work. And this is the reason why, like you, you st- we started out with the show, is that the obesity level is gaining and getting worse every year. And it, it Despite is because all those numbers. Ev- yeah. everything that we're doing is not working. And you, both, both of you have described in detail this, the, the foundation as to the reason why they're not working, because they're not focusing on the mitochondria, which is causing the uh, decrease of the mitochondria, which is causing a me- metabolic dysfunction that's, uh, that is important to keep weight down. And actually, if you do lose it, it's uh, that's almost easier, but maintaining it is almost uh, is even sometimes more difficult. And then you throw in this this toxic soup of environmental insults. It could be also we right. talked about uh, explanations of uh, toxic mold exposures. It could be environmental exposures. We've talked, and also that could be uh, pesticides like glyphosate. And then all these things working in against. Our, our bodies, we're probably lucky that the number of obesity number is not even higher because it's it's the body has yeah. it has an amazing ability to heal. But wow, there's there's a lot of forces against it, isn't it? Yes, Ray. Don't forget about the toxic carbohydrate load that <laughs> yeah. that, that most Americans. Uh, yeah, we don't we don't have to, yeah we don't have to get that complex about the about the discussion. You <laughs> honestly, uh, I mean, something as simple as. Uh, I mean, something as simple as these diet bars that people right. purchase, thinking that they're doing the right thing. There's, uh, I've seen what's called. I got, I got a, a quick little story. I was sitting in an airport traveling to an obesity conference. I was <laughs> sitting at the airport, it was a little delayed, and across the way was this young woman. Were you eating a donut? I was. A <laughs> no, I was not eating a donut. <laughs> but I was, however, looking across, see this young woman about the age, about 25. She was sitting there. She was, um, you know, overweight. I'm nearly probably obese, um, but overweight for sure. And she had her nice, her, her little bag next to her. And there she was sitting there eating. She pulled out of the little bag eating a banana. And it was, okay, that was nice. And then she waits about another minute. She pulls out, and I saw she pulls out these little, you know, those little 100-calorie diet chip bags that are out there. So she pulls out one of these diet chip bags and ate, ate one of those. Another minute later, she pulls out one of these diet healthy diet bars, and she eats one of those. She pulls out another one of those snacks, those 100-calorie snacks, and she eats one of those. I sat there for half an hour watching her eat a half a bag of these diet things. <laughs> and, you know, each time she's eating one of those things, she feels good about herself that she's trying has, to do something right. She's probably purchasing. Yeah, she's dieting, but when, in fact, she's feeding into the common mistake that people make, and that's just focusing on macronutrients, focusing on calories, and um, and not focusing on what they need to focus on, and that's their overall physiologic health and getting the right things measured by experts and giving them the right advice. The process, I mean, it's, just, the process, it's, it's perpetuated. Yeah, I agree completely. I mean, obesity, obesity is such a complex disease that you have to look at everything. If you're not looking at everything and you're not addressing everything, you're never going to get any traction and any long-term benefits. Would you agree with that, Ben? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. We have this uh, – another thing that, that I can think of that contributes to the perpetuation of, of this obesity rate in this country is this reward-punishment mentality that we have. And, um, uh, you know, where you go to the gym, you work really hard, and, and then the next day – um, you, you, you're, you're going out to dinner and you think, oh, I worked out really hard yesterday so I can reward myself by having that extra 
uh, dessert for dinner. And when, in fact, like you go to these fast food restaurants and let's say you, um, you have a uh, blooming onion for, for a, <laughs> right, a blooming onion <laughs> for an appetizer. And, oh, I'm going to share it with the table. You eat about, what, 200 calories out of that 1,000-calorie uh, blooming onion. And then you have your, um, your main meal. So you have, what is that, about 1,800 calories? No, say for the sake of math, 1,500 calories. Um, and then you get the mashed potatoes. Oh, no, wait a minute. I, had a, I decided to get a salad because it's healthy for me. So you order a salad with that, and you eat part of that salad, maybe most of it. Oh, yeah, and you put that dressing on there that's a little thicker than you think it should be, but that's okay because it is a salad, so I'm feeling better about myself. So then you add that to it, and, oh, don't forget the drinks. What, another couple hundred calories there? And the bread is And so don't good. forget the bread. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. The bread came in, but I'm going to use olive oil because it's healthy because I'm going to soak that in olive oil as I eat the bread. So then at the end, you're going to say, well, I really don't want to eat dessert because, well, you right. know. It's I'm just, watching but my I'll tell you what. I'll just share your dessert, right? So you get that that however many thousand calorie um, volcano ice cream chocolate brownie thing, and then you don't realize that you've had at least two to three thousand calories in that food over the time that you ate. And then what are you going to do? You're going to reward yourself. Are you going to go punish yourself the next day? You go, well, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to I'm going to run on the treadmill for half an hour. So how many calories is that? What two, three hundred calories? So you're trading two, three thousand calories for two, three hundred calories. And don't let me perpetuate another myth here. You're not trading calories because that's not where you're getting your metabolism each day, right? Your metabolism isn't isn't improved, and the weight loss isn't from exercising at the gym. The exercise, your metabolism, and your is from what's called non-exercise activity thermogenesis, or um, or the acronym is NEAT, so non-exercise activity thermogenesis. It's the stuff that you do on a daily basis consistently, um, like walking up the stairs rather than taking the elevator, parking a little further from the grocery store as you're walking in to get groceries, um, the activity you do around the house. I mean, the NEAT activity, the non-activity, um, exercise, non-exercise activity thermogenesis has decreased in this population over the last three decades. And and we don't realize how that is the key in maintaining metabolism, not just going to the gym. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, going to the gym is important for cardiovascular health, but it's not the key for losing, for losing weight and maintaining metabolism. So this reward punishment mentality, and then what's worse is we pass it on to our kids, right? We do that. We're like, Oh, good for you, honey. Good for you, child of mine. Have a cookie. And then we reward right. that. Okay, you, oh, you worked. Oh, good for you. Now have another cookie. And right. yeah, you can. So, you know, it, it gets to be food is, it, basis it, for food is the basis for reward. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. That's right. Anthony. And, and, uh, and I tell you, um, it just makes things worse um, in the it, long run when it comes to You know, as I'm listening to both of you uh, make this education and contributing, you know, I've been. We've all been in this industry for quite a long period of time, but it, it, listening to both of you, it, it's it's so good to refreshing to to see the, some of the basics, foundational education pieces that are totally missing from our patients. And unfortunately, what you're just saying is not being communicated to anybody on any media platforms on there's no basic education on some of these nutritional facts on into any of these patients. I say most time people have a fifth grade education in healthcare. I think it's even when it comes to how to be healthy as far as their food and their diet, I I can't even put a number on it because they're being told the wrong information. So I feel sorry for the uh, people that are, suffering from this. And I think that's what we the purpose of our show today is to get rid of that guilt that it is, it is not really their fault. They really haven't been told the answers. And that's, and I think that's what your, your clinic is about. And I know that's what uh, uh, Dr. Capasso's clinics are about is giving people, educating them and, and really being able to give them suggestions. We're going to, we're going to come back in, in just a, just a moment, but let me just summarize the, uh, for just a second before we take our break, we, we talked about in the first half of our hour is that it's not important to just f- 
focus on the weight. Weight is in pounds is is one piece of it, but it is being a total focus on it is not really the is not really important. And then also this when your weight loss does occur, hormone disruption is is a factor that some that sometimes has to reverse itself. And then we, we're decreasing our mitochondria, which is subsequently decreasing our metabolism. And then the consumption of toxic foods and. And also, we have to be able to get understand what our baseline thermogenesis are. We're going to come back with our guests, Dr. Ben Gonzalez and Dr. Anthony Capasso, more on how to really change your expectations about what your weight is going to be in just a moment. Hi, this is Ray Solano, host of Healthy Choices XM and owner of PD Lab Specialty Compounding Pharmacy. It's that time of year again. No, not when we start making goals to improve our health or that dreaded exercise routine. I'm talking about Girl Scout cookies that everyone sells that appear to be as addicting as crack cocaine. We somehow obtained four boxes at our pharmacy, and I actually looked at the label. My staff observed me and concluded that I was going to have a meltdown as I started to trying to educate everyone around me what they were going to eat. I soon realized if the cookies even contained rat poison, everyone would at least enjoy them before they died. Nobody really understood why no one eats three cookies as the servings listed on the box, consumes three boxes and hoards them for late night snacks. You have to laugh at our society that tries to educate young children on good nutrition to prevent childhood obesity and type 2 diabetic before high school and somehow places thin mint cookies at the top of the food pyramid. Are cookies all that bad? Why can't they be a treat, you ask? Yes, they have flour, sugar, butter, coconut oil, eggs, baking soda. Not too bad for an occasional treat. When you dissect Girl Scout cookies, you get a different recipe. High fructose corn syrup, never a good choice. Partially hydrogenated oil, palm oil, cottonseed oil, another really poor choice. Enriched flour, flour that's stripped of nutrients and is really dead food. Artificial flavors, usually made from ammonia. Sugar and even more sugar. I will go back to my original premise. Why can't these Girl Scout cookies be real cookies? I hope this little tirade gives everyone a little strength to look for a better choice or maybe donate money to this great organization instead. Back at a pharmacy, I've been told my staff they have begun to hide them in the safe out of my sight to prevent another meltdown. Remember to listen every week for my podcast, Healthy Choices XM, listed on Apple Podcasts and on our website, pdlabsrx.com. Remember, you have a choice in your health care. Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566. Well, welcome back to Healthy Choices as we have a five-star podcast today, radio show, talking to two nationally acclaimed experts talking about weight loss and weight management. We have Dr. Ben Gonzalez from his practicing physician out of Silver Spring, Maryland, and also Dr. Anthony Capazzo, practicing out of Jacksonville, Florida. Both of them are together in one one area today, and so we wanted to make sure we were able to capitalize on that because it's so important we get great minds together in the same room, and it's amazing the stories and how we can be able to solve some complex problems. And one of the things that we're talking about is the obesity and so the first half of our show, we, we summarized it very nicely, why it's it, the, the difficulties here about and the misunderstandings and the lack of training that the medical community has. So if you're listening to our, 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 sh- our show, you notice that people want to say, well, where do we start? This is so complicated. Yes, I, I, I agree that, that it is a problem, but where do we start? And it's many times... People will come into our pharmacy or into your practice and go, it's hopeless because it's too difficult. But gentlemen, it's not that difficult. And and thanks to your training, there's some great first steps, aren't there? Yeah, there's there's absolutely some some great first steps. I mean, I think because the complexity of um, obesity and the difficulty it is to um, sometimes lose weight, but but especially keep the weight off, you really want to, to partner up with someone that is experienced, that really understands metabolism, because it's really about metabolism and hormones and, and looking at that, um, you know, your cells and, and how well they're working. And, and Ben described it earlier, you know, in the show when he was talking, about, it's not about weight. It's about getting people to feel good, you know, and, and, 
and that's one of the things that we stress all the time. It's like, are you sleeping better? You know, do you have reflux? Um, is your energy better? You know, when I start hearing those things, I know I'm on the right track. Everything else will kind of fall in place. Um, so I think one of the most important things is to really get a good evaluation of hormones, to get a really good um, uh, diet and, and health and nutrition evaluation, too, to see if there are certain things that you may be doing that, that are sabotaging your efforts to, to benefit. And it could be as simple as not getting enough sleep. Um, that's mm. one of the most important things that, I, that I'll see. And, and also, you know, whether you're having regular bowel movements or not, um, one of the things, you know, being in, the, being in this industry for as long as I've been, what I've noticed is patients that don't have a bowel, just a regular bowel movement, at least once a day, will not lose weight. I don't know if you've seen that also. Ben. Oh, absolutely. A healthy gut is, I mean, it's getting, we've been watching more and more in the general population over the last 30, 30 years. Um, you know, the gut is um, uh, is getting, is less healthy. And if that's a true, you know, if that's true for that individual, um, we notice that there's a, a distraction to their metabolism. And um, and that that's definitely true. And if your gut, if your brain isn't talking to your gut, or your gut's not talking to your exactly. brain properly, then there's this disconnect that that literally tears your metabolism and slows it down. Yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. So a lot of it's finding simple strategies, partnering with patients, looking at metabolism markers, looking at hormone markers addressing those issues and kind of working towards a common goal. And that's kind of where it starts. Um, and like I said, the most important thing really is getting my patients to feel better. I mean, that's the goal. And, you know, it's, it's pretty simple. If someone comes in to me and tells me, Doc, I've been exercising every day. I'm only eating 1,200 calories and I can't lose weight. I can tell you right now it's a hormonal issue 100% of the time, whether it's a gut issue like leaky gut or, um, you know, lower low T3. Um, I mean, there's there's just a whole slew of them. High cortisol. I see so many patients that are stressed that come into my practice that have really really high cortisols. They're insulin resistant, and you know, and they're and they're still trying to do all the right things. And there's a lot of good doctors who are um, who are trying to address the right things. You, you know, getting a little more educated with time passing. They're they're so focused, and then, so they focus on the gut, knowing that the gut's really really important part of metabolism and, and your overall health, but they focus so much on the gut, they forget that you can treat the gut all day long if the stressors um, that are contributing to the um, things like leaky gut or gut issues in general, if the stressors of this are still there in, in your brain causing those inflammatory markers to keep perpetuating, you can treat the gut all day long it just doesn't and heal. it just doesn't heal. Right. Yeah, and so that, so that there are some doctors, there are doctors out there that are really trying to do the right thing, but a full understanding of metabolism, a full understanding of what Dr. Capasso is just is saying and, and who understands this, um, you've got to look at the big picture of what's going right. on with the entire body rather than just a single, um, a, a single system. Let me interrupt you for just a second. A I think it was a, yeah. Dr. Capazzo, you mentioned the metabolism markers. And maybe for people, uh, uh, patients and people are always looking for the magic bullet or, or something as, as a test to be able to, to grasp a hold of. Could you maybe expand on some of those metabolism markers that you use in your practice? Well, there's a, there's a lot of lab tests that can help determine kind of how um, your, your body's responding. So, um, you know, there's um, uh, looking at hormones like thyroids, for instance, like uh, T3. So we know that um, there's a bunch of different thyroid hormones in your body, and there's one specifically called T3. And that active form of T3 is what stimulates mitochondrial function. So if I see someone that has, um, you know, very low T3, um, or an elevated reverse T3, which suggests that they have mitochondrial function, I know that they're going to, you know, their symptoms are geared towards poor mitochondrial function, thermal regulation, and, um, and you know, that's going to be part of the, what I'm going to address with them is to figure out, well, why is their T3 not working right? Is it because their iodine is low? Is it because they're, they're missing minerals like magnesium or selenium? Um, or do they have Hashimoto's? 
and an autoimmune type process. And all we need to do is eliminate things like wheat, put them on a low inflammatory diet, and then um, you know maybe use some pine sterols and sterolins to help reduce that that antibody to get their thyroids to work again. Or sometimes we will replace it, you know, depending how clinically symptomatic they are. And it, what happens for those of you listening out there when you go to your doctor? And um, and your doctor does a set of labs on you, and then what do they usually tell you? In general, what do they usually tell you? They usually say everything is normal. <laughs> yeah, see? and then Anthony, I didn't practice that. He said it right, right, yeah, right. Everything is normal. So what do we really mean by that? I actually wrote a paper on that, and I give an hour discussion to physicians about this. Is that we tell you everything is normal, but do you feel normal? Are, is your, are you in a good place? Is your obesity uh, normal? Is the, so what that really means is that the things that we checked, your liver, your kidney, your cholesterol, maybe, and your sugars, and maybe a couple of other extra things, is, might be in, the, in a normal range according to the lab um, reference ranges. But what we're really telling you is that we didn't check everything, number one. Like the things that just uh, that Dr. Capasso just mentioned, we've and if we have, we've only thought of it from one direction, um, and um, and that um, everything is normal for what I understand as your doctor doing these basic things. But we stop right there. It doesn't mean everything is normal. So the idea is um, of, of of a functional approach. Is that you got to get these other markers, these inflammatory markers like um, like cardiac C-reactive protein, like all the the not just a single part of the thyroid, but the full thyroid workup. Exactly. Your, your insulin resistance, your markers, your um, micronutrient markers, and then even then, even when we get your micronutrient markers, things like oh, great example is. Um, magnesium. So we get your magnesium levels, and great, your serum magnesium is great. You know, by the time serum magnesium is super low, super high, there's something bad that's been going on for a very long time. And you got to understand that you got to get the more sensitive ones, like the uh, red blood cell magnesium levels, or things like if you're waiting for diabetes, if you're waiting for diabetes to become a diabetic, then you've been stressed for a very long time. So I have patients that come to me and say. I became a diabetic on June 10th, 1989. <laughs> nice. and it's like, no, you were probably a diabetic for 10 years prior to that or on your way, and you've had pancreatic stress. But we don't check those things from the perspective of prevention and from the perspective of predicting your health, not just for the moment, everything is normal, but for two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. And this is what makes Dr. Capasso an expert in what he does is that he is able, he does that. Um, he looks at your, he looks at all these markers. I look at those markers in our clinic and we try to predict who you are going to be physiologically two, three, four, five years from now and try to help prevent issues. Number one, number two, to help fix the issues that, um, that you have at the moment from that perspective. Yeah. It, it's, it's about looking at the full picture, yep. you know, doing some form of risk stratification and, and addressing the major concern. And getting back to lab um, reference ranges, it's about optimal ranges, right? They don't tell you optimal ranges, and that's the key. Like, what is the optimal, you know, thyroid? What's the optimal level for your cortisol? What's the optimal level for, you know, your inflammatory At market? the age that you are. or the and right. um, And sometimes we interpret, and this is really disparaging. We treat, um, and let me let me go to a different population or to a specific population, women. So we treat women, and we try to fit their ranges the way we would a man, number one, or number two, we try to interpret those ranges as we would a man and waiting for those ranges to be in a bad place for them before we do anything about it when we're not really interpreting for them at, at, as a woman, especially for as a woman at the age they are. And and we you have to do that. It's called a um, it's called a systems biology approach. And, I like that. Um, and, yeah, and and that's that's the way we should look at an individual, who they are as an individual, not as how they fit in a general population, but who you are as an individual, and um, and looking at the big picture of how your system is um, is treating your metabolism, right? The, the so other, it's, the it's, other it's a 
it's a personalized approach is what you're telling me yeah. each, each individual yeah. and that's difficult and that for you yeah. is uh, is practicing practitioners to be able to run a practice that's different for each and every person is not a it's a very time consuming uh, practice so you know hats off to you being able to be successful to do that but it, this is this is probably the reason why many uh, professionals just don't want to tackle this without just giving out prescription drugs, right? Listen, the listeners out there, whoever's the listeners out there are struggling and saying, okay, well, that's great. You're telling me all these wonderful things, but how do I know? Who do, what do I ask my doctor? And honestly, you got to seek that provider to make this practical for you who are listening. You really need to seek that provider who, who either is an an obesity medicine expert trained in obesity medicine, trained in metabolic medicine, who will take a look at you as an individual, who interpret your labs. First of all, get all the labs that identify who you are in, in, in your physiologic state, and then and be able to interpret that from, as Dr. Capasso said, um, in an optimized state rather than just your everything is normal for you now you know, for a 77-year-old man. You know, that's just not how it works. So you want to seek that um, that professional who who is trained in metabolism and obesity medicine and experienced. And, and, and that's something that's is so important to look at people that are trained in and that's successful, like you talked about for not just yeah. weight loss but for maintaining the weight off uh, for a long period of time. And also in our we've got uh, in our closing, I just want to make sure we touch on one of the new protocols that you've developed. And also make sure we leave, make sure we have time for your contact information. But I understand that you developed a new formulation of a traditionally prescription drug, uh, naltrexone, that has been found, I understand, in your practice for those people that are, that have the, the tr- tr- tremendous appetites, they can't shut off that part of the brain that almost seems to be disconnected and it just wants to eat all the time. Maybe if you can share with our listeners some of the new developments you've come up with. Sure, sure, and I know time is uh, short, so I'll get real uh, right to the point. There's a there's a, an FDA approved drug out there that combines um, a depress uh, antidepressant drug called Welbutrin and another one uh, called Naltrexone, as you mentioned, and it's a combination drug that has been studied. Um, there's some uh, some issues with it, some side effect issues. So what we try to do is take one component of that, Naltrexone, which helps stop the food addictive behavior. Um, process that happens in the brain that rewards um, food addiction. And um, and I know this personally very well because I definitely inherited it from my mom. Um, my my gut, my brain doesn't talk to itself and have this very powerful food addictive behavior. And, um, and what this medication does, it helps attenuate that, uh, it helps stop that from happening. And so, um, but um, and it's a, it's an, like you said, an old, uh, a well-established, very safe, um, with a good side of the um, low side effect profile medication. And we've formulated, did a study last year, a small pilot study, where we um, utilized implants of this medication to um, uh, for longer lasting effects and um, to help to, as a bridge for all the good things that you need to learn in lifestyle changes and changing and improving your inflammatory markers, identifying the things in your body, because it takes time to do that. You're not going to do that in one visit. And um, so it allows a bridge for that to happen while the implant's doing its job, helping um, attenuate that food-addictive behavior. Then, um, um, then it gives the body time to adjust and improve metabolism. And by the time it wears off out of the body, three to six months, um, that you're in a better place, not needing the, the medication, or maybe needing it again for for further uh, bridging of, of depending on where you are in your health status, and um, and in the study, amazing results of um, of not only not just weight loss, and I'm not talking about the five percent weight loss. I'm talking about um, in some cases bariatric surgical um, type of results, weight loss. Mm-hmm. And and then and like I said, the thing that we say the least is sustaining that, allowing for these individuals to sustain their weight loss. Um, so great success with it. And there's more to come on this, and more studies need to be made. But it's a very safe medication that allows for this, um, uh, allows a bridge to help get people in the right place. And it seems like it's a lot more less invasive than gastric bypass, which has a tremendous amount of 
neurological dysfunctions that occur because we're disrupting hormonal the... dysfunction, metabolic dysfunction, uh, um, and, and when you lose the weight, what did I say happened to my mom? She didn't just lose body fat; she lost muscle mass. So yes, you're right. The naltrexone allows for us doctors to identify what's going on in your body, allows for a healthy response, allows for micronutrient um, deficiency identification and replacement, and um, and maybe find the right supplement diet combination that can help maintain who you are as an individual. And Dr. Right. Kwasi, we didn't even, by the way, this entire time, has any of us said anything about a diet or about diets? Have we said no. anything? No. Right. That's and and, and and we could go we could go for another hour on just this subject. If this doesn't get identified, if your basic tools in your body aren't identified, you can do all the diets in the world, you're gonna go nowhere. You you just really are. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, I know your frustration because this is the population that, that uh, Dr. Kapas and I every, take care of every day, every single day. <laughs> you're frustrated with all the diets you've done. And yeah. we haven't said a word about diet for a reason because that's just, it's, you've got to identify what's going on in your body first before you can even respond to the right diet that, um, that we're going, that we would recommend. I mean, that's, that's, that's so, is so important. And, and also the guilt. These people have a lot of guilt and they have a, yeah. uh, they have a tremendous amount of psychological uh, m- misinformations about their body and themselves that changes their personality. So this is, you know, you all are doing a tremendous service and we really appreciate how much, what you're doing for us. And, and I, I want to make sure we, we spend some time giving your contact information for Dr. Capazzo, your clinics and, and your nutritional line that you've put together that help keep the weight off, and, and Dr. Gonzalez, your uh, your centers as well in Silver Spring. So the best way of getting in touch um, with me is uh, my office phone number. It's 904-694-0992. That's 904-694-0992. Or you can visit our website at thinmdmedspa.com. That's thinmdmedspa.com. Leave your contact information, and we'll get in touch with you. And, and you're the also same with- the formulator of the Mitoblast 2 that uh, is sometimes we coined it as exercise in a, in, in a bottle that people just absolutely just love. And you, we've talked about it on our radio show many times. And also the Ketoline uh, product that you have come up with that uh, is exogenous ketones that help. And I, I think that also helps people maintain their weight as well. So it has a place in this entire protocol that you put together. So check those out as well. And you can check it out on our website, pdlabsrx.com, and also on Dr. Capazzo's website as well. Uh, Dr. Gonzalez, your contact information, and, and also if people want to read your bio, it's bengonzalezmd.com because it's, uh, it's quite a, a marvel of success. Um, thanks. So the, the phone number um, for my clinic, direct phone number is 301-622-2722. Um, and that'll get you, and I got to do just say um, that you're interested in, a, in initiating um, a telephone consultation. Um, and again, it's 301-622-2722. Or you can go to the website at Atlantis medcenter.com that's atlantismedcenter.com and um and you can review the um uh, the programs there and um and like you said earlier the ben gonzalez and uh, i like to joke that i'm a real gonzalez with two z's so all you gonzalez is out there with an s sorry about that g-o-n-z-a-l-e-z.com and um and um just let us know let us know if you're interested in learning and we we're all about, just like Dr. Capasso Center, we're all about education and telling you, um, in, in guiding you, not telling you, not dictating, but guiding you into the right direction to help you maintain um, what you, the good things that you want to do on your own. Well, that is great information. And if anybody wants to, we offer a free consultation to give people education on their choices they have out there because many times the their behaviors and they give up is because of misinformation. You can always contact us at 
512-219-0724. Check out our website, pdlabsrx.com. Gentlemen, thank you so much for, for joining us t- uh, today. And, and also, uh, Dr. Gonzalez, your, your, your practice is, is accepting new patients. We have, get that answer all the time. Uh, and, and Dr. Capazzo, your, your centers are open and you're taking on new patients as well, right? Yes, that's correct. And I, I'm not sure about um, Dr. Capasso's um, center, but we have remote um, um, discussions. We have patients all over the world. You don't have to go to the center physically, um, but we um, – um, Anthony, yeah, did you – We do that also. Yeah. yeah, and it's real important to understand that um, that you don't have to be in Maryland to um, first initiate. Think of, think of us as – um, specialists, so we as consultants or specialists, so we can help get you in the right place and help guide your primary doctor um, in getting you in the right place. What questions to ask yep. and what things that are needed? Absolutely. Well, great. We'll have you guys back on again because we've got to have a little bit of levity I, I, I in, in our show. Check out our website pdlabsrx.com if you want to be able to get a hold of either one of these uh, excellent practitioners. And you all would be down in Austin, Texas. At our show at March 29th and 30th for book signings, because gentlemen, your your books you'll be signing books at at our show as well, right? Right, guys? Yep. Yeah. Okay. We'll be back next week with another show of Healthy Choices XM uh, podcast. Stay tuned and listen to our shows, even our past shows, on our website pdlabsrx.com. Everybody, have a great week. Thanks again. Hi, this is Ray Solano, host of Healthy Choices XM and pharmacist owner of PD Lab Specialty Compounding Pharmacy. Well, it started sniffles, cough, fever, especially around children, and they start to pass it along to adults. We used to call them germ incubators. For many children and adults, the virus season can be very dangerous. Our body's immune system is designed to resist many invaders and destroy viruses and deadly bacteria. Unfortunately, serious infections and viruses cause our body to overreact and cause serious health consequences requiring emergency care. It is important to modulate our immune system that is causing a violent reaction to these invaders by key nutrients that have been shown to assist in calming down many of these symptoms. A proven antioxidant that has antiviral properties is vitamin C in its natural state. has been shown to be very effective and the FDA has approved one manufacturer to make it in IV form. Vitamin D3 in proper levels with vitamin A is also an effective combination found in cod liver oil. Yes, that's even in use today. Vitamin D3, the sunshine vitamin is safe at doses up to 50,000 units a day during severe illnesses, especially the flu. Colostrum, found in breast milk, has been shown to regulate immune response, and the information carrying these polypeptides have amazing effect. Glutathione, an important nutrient to support our immune system's force field against these invaders. The pharmacists at PD Labs have assembled a winter immune kit that has these items listed above that make a difference this cold and flu season. It's even safe for children, for adults and elderly. Check out our website, pdlabs.com, for our winter immune kit, and especially our new chocolate-flavored immune blast flavor drink on our online store or call us at 512-219-0724 and ask any of our health professionals for free advice. Your health is our concern. Remember to sign up for my weekly podcast, Healthy Choices XM, streaming from our website and available on iTunes, Apple Podcast. Remember, you have a choice in your health care. 